All right. Haven't taken my car anywhere except the grocery store in like five months. We all know what that means. It means it's time for another podcast of loathing. Uh, today, we're going to finish up the uh, series on the uh, classes. And it only took like a year. Actually, probably took more than a year. I'm not going to check, though. Uh, today, we're talking about the accordion thief. The accordion thief was, um, you know, it was the sixth class. Uh, it was one of the ones kind of like Saucerer that I think didn't, it wasn't one of the class ideas that, uh, that sprang up immediately for me. I think it was one where it's like, okay, well, okay, Disco Bandit is a thing. Now I need another thing that is like music based for, uh, a Moxie class and like Bandit Thief. I think I had, uh, I had just bought my accordion, which I got on eBay for like 30 bucks and it showed up and I took it to an accordion repair store in Phoenix. And uh, she, the woman there told me that it was, I, I had gotten really lucky because she was able to just make the thing work uh, by unspringing a couple of things inside the madness labyrinth of tiny flanges and rods that is how an accordion works on the inside. Uh, she said it, it was almost certainly going to be garbage when it showed up. Uh, if you buy an accordion for $30 on eBay, but got lucky. It's it's wheezy, but I like the sound of it. Um, still get it out and mess with it every once in a while. Anyway, uh, I I mean, I grew up liking Weird Al, and they might be giants, so I was... And I think also because of that, my dad used to make fun of me for liking accordion music, and so the accordion always kind of loomed large as an instrument. And I also thought it was kind of funny that this is a, this is a, a class of criminal who the only thing that they do is steal stuff from mariachis. Um, it, they didn't end up until the skill revamp 10 years or so in doing much in the way of actually stealing accordions, which is a weird thing that I'm happy that we've finally remedied. They're an unusual class in that I was, I stuck to my guns for a long time on all of their skills being buffs. Like, they were exclusively a buffing class. I don't know where they were in the sort of popularity. I it, It's kind of hard to say. The, the popularity of classes was more to do with the popularity of jokes, uh, the, the joke that is the class name, than it was about the effectiveness of the class, at least up until Ascension um, was implemented. But... The, feels like a class that not a ton of people would want to play because it's 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 kind of like a pure healer or a pure support class in another MMO and people don't tend to like doing those as much as they like you know playing classes that are able to do things on their own and because the multiplayer elements of KOL are they were minimal then and are still pretty minimal now buffing was about the only thing that there was and I I guess it I had been sort of interested in the bard class in uh everquest like the idea that there's this class that you kind of have to have with you because there's buffs that you can only get from them including i think they had one of the the two ways in everquest of increasing your move speed um which was the song that they could be playing as they ran along next to you and it was it's interesting to me that they have to be there and have to be doing something in order to provide that benefit as opposed to say the shaman which ended up being the class that i liked the most there who could just cast a buff on you um i remember reading about how bards played in everquest and there was something that very much felt to me like it was an 
unintended consequence of the way that skill cooldowns and stuff worked. And so it's like, in order to be an effective bard, you have to twiddle between, I forget what the twisting, I think is what they called it. You had to manage these cooldowns so that you could twiddle between two different songs so that you could be playing one and getting the effect of it while the other one was still, like the previous one was still playing. And that sounded like a real tedious pain in the ass. And so I decided, okay, well, if I'm if I'm going to try to play a class where I can make some money here performing a service for other players, I'm just going to do the one that makes more sense to me and sounds less tedious. So I ended up playing as a shaman. And, and it was like the first time I ever got any real armor in that game was from sitting outside of town selling the, the walk speed buff just because everyone needed it all the time. And so high-level players with a lot of money could just pay for it. So I, I really liked the, the feeling of this world where you could get services performed by other players that were meaningful to your gameplay. And so I wanted buffing classes. And so we had the turtle tamer had some buffs and the saucer had some buffs, but this one, I just was like, all right, with one of these classes, I'm just going to go all in on buffs. Um, and so they play songs and I, something that I am like, I can look back at a lot of the decisions that were made in the very beginning of of putting this game together and see better ways of doing it and and think like ah man if I had, if I had known then what I know now I would have done this slightly differently so that I wouldn't have to like nerf something that people were excited about later because I didn't feel like it was balanced correctly or whatever. The, limiting the number of accordion thief songs that you could have stuck in your head at the same time. A I really like that thematically and B that is a thing where it's like. I wish that more stuff in the game worked like that because it was a very future-proof balance constraint and I'm really happy with it. And it also made it so later on when we did, like, if we made something that made it so you could have an extra Accordion Thief song in your head, that was, like, a big deal. It was the thing that fundamentally, it wasn't like, oh, now my muscle is 5% higher or whatever. It was like, oh, this fundamentally changes the rules. This allows some combo that was not allowed before. Uh, so the first uh, the first 15 levels worth of skills that Accordion Thieves got, and basically all they had up until the, uh, up until the skill revamp, uh, were the following songs. Uh, no, okay, actually, I guess that's, ah, that's not true. I, I, you know, I didn't stick to my guns even back then when I was sticking to my guns because I did give them uh, the self-buff skill. Moxie of the Mariachi is just... Uh, one mana, five turns of Mariachi Mood, which is plus one Moxie, plus three hit points. Um, so yeah, they they did get the trivial sort of cantropy skill that all the other classes got. I guess that was, I guess those, I don't remember if those were added later. No, it's, it's skill number six, zero. So it's got to be the first one that went in there. Uh, and then eventually uh, they got Sing, which is just their sort of basic, like during the tutorial auto-hitting combat skill that gets you through the first couple zones worth of fights. Um, I don't remember. It feels like there was something. There was something about Sing. Let's see. It was used as a mechanic for some kind of fight later. What is Earworm? I'm just going to read the wiki to you, and that's what this podcast consists of. All right. Yeah, it's, it was a thing that happened in the uh, in the uh, Accordion Thief Nemesis quest. Um, 
And I guess it is actually a damage over time, which was a little bit more mechanically interesting than a lot of those uh, zero-level combat skills. Uh, but Song, starting with the Moxious Madrigal, which is just a plus 10 Moxie buff. And, I don't know, at the time, it probably felt to me like plus 10 Moxie was a pretty big deal to just get for a couple mana. Um, and yeah, it kind of makes sense that this would be the first thing that they got, because it's just like, make you better at what you're already good at. Uh, next one up, Magical Mojo Muscular Melody, which is plus Mysticality and plus uh, Maximum MP. It is interesting to me that this gives you multiple things because I would have thought that it would be more likely that I would run out of things to buff before I ran out of skill slots. Um, but apparently that was not true even then. Um, so yeah, pretty straightforward. I don't know that anybody cared about this. Madrigal was a thing that got used early on, even by serious players, because it was a cheap way of getting you to safe moxie for fighting in zones. Safe moxie being like the point where you can't, you don't have to worry about ever getting hit by a monster. Um, and and I don't know if it's just like there wasn't enough other metagame stuff that was available or like it was useful early on when MP was actually as scarce as I wish everything still was. Um I do remember serious players talking about using Madrigal, but never this plus mist one or uh, the the muscle one that will come up on. Uh, Cletus's Canticle of Celerity. I don't really know what. I mean, Cletus was probably just the hillbilly from the Simpsons, uh, but I don't know. I don't know why he would be associated with a Canticle or being fast. Um, I, there are. Not nearly as many words like canticle as you would think uh, there are. And it's it's sort of like um, there are certain words that I wish there were more synonyms for after trying to develop KOL content for forever. One of them is outfit for the names of gear sets and uh, types of songs. Because um, a lot of these go with an alliterative thing because that's a cheap joke. It's just more interesting than a thing that isn't all C's, I suppose. Um, anyway, plus twenty percent initiative. I don't, I don't know that anyone really cares about this. Um, but you know, for a thing, for a class that buffs, buffing everything is what it should do. Uh, Power ballad of the Aerosmith. This was just a joke about Aerosmith, I guess. Um, plus ten muscle, plus twenty hit points. So it's just the equivalent of the mojo muscular melody yeah. mojo muscular melody that might have used to only do mp because describing mp as mojo or mana or muscularity for uh the different classes i guess in sort of reverse order that you'd normally think about them but because your muscle used to show up as muscularity every once in a while having that and muscularity points was confusing to a lot of people and so i think that by and large, we just started referring to it as MP everywhere, as opposed to, like, one of the earliest functions in the code is MP words, which just decides what to call MP based on what class you are. And that, along with the, like, giving the stats a different name every time they're displayed, is one of those, like, sort of goofy early jokes that, like, once once this became a serious game that you could really play, we kind of drifted away from. 
Anyway, Power Ballad of the Aerosmith is just the plus muscle equivalent of those. Polka of Plenty is uh, plus 50% meat drops. Um, so this one, you know, farmers use it. And I think it was a thing that was like, this was like a nice thing that you could cast on a new player um, if they were back in the day when it was kind of hard to afford buying your skills. As you leveled up, this was a thing that, that people would do for them. All right, next up, level six, Jackass's Symphony of Destruction. I, I think the joke here was that I didn't like Metallica, and I it's hard for me to get in the mindset of me feeling like disliking Metallica was interesting enough to write down in a in a format like this. I mean, it was early early internet and everybody kind of hated Metallica because they were trying to get people to stop stealing their music. Um, which doesn't seem like that big of a deal now, but, um, this is, uh, just plus, uh, plus physical damage, I guess. Yeah. This, uh, this seems like a thing that no one ever used. It just, it's almost, it's barely better just in numerical terms than the plus 10 muscle one. And it's, later level so i wonder if it's more expensive i bet it is uh fat leon's fat loot lyric i don't think fat leon is a is a real person i think it was just somebody whose name started with l um plus 20 percent item drops this is a thing that i'm sure farmers have used forever uh brawny's anthem of absorption which is a it's a that's a joke about a brand of paper towels uh because they're ad ad campaign was that they were absorbent and as a dutiful consumer of television commercials i internalized that i don't know if that that must that brand must still exist i don't know because i get all my paper towels uh, by stealing them from gas station bathrooms um damage reduction that increases with level that feels like a desperate bid at some point to make a completely meaningless skill somehow meaningful and i bet we didn't i bet still nobody cares about uh this because boy one of the things that i i kind of don't da damage absorption and damage reduction are such a goofy counterintuitive thing and i feel like they should not be the same and every time we talked about like what if we just replace these with a better simpler more comprehensible system I would pitch something and all of the ascenders would be like, no, we've we've nailed down exactly how much absorption we need to do some dumb trick somewhere. And so if you change that, you'll have taken away the only thing that has ever been fun about this video game. And so you can't do it. And then also it just was never really that big of a deal. And so uh, yeah, defense just isn't that big of a factor in this game, I don't think. Um, Elemental resistance is, but less because you're taking damage from elemental monsters, but because that's a thing that we use for puzzles a lot of the time. Um, but by and large, when you're fighting, you're either... Your goal is to be fighting something, in an ascension context at least, your goal is to be fighting something that is as powerful as possible and that just can't hit you. And so the defense maybe has an impact on survivability maybe this has changed and i don't uh, uh understand how important it is to people anymore but i bet it's not 
Psalm of Pointiness is... This one's weird because it's not buffing like an existing stat the way that everything else has so far. This one gives you a damage shield. This is another thing that I... In a lot of games, especially action video games where you're getting hit a lot or like in a in a a real-time mmo where say you just are locked in a fight with a monster where you're auto attacking each other on an interval and using additional skills on a cooldown to do extra damage or to have additional effects like in between your basic attacks um and if a typical fight with a monster goes 10 hits back and forth or 20 hits back and forth something that deals some damage to them every time they hit you sort of adds up over time kol fights don't tend to work like that like if you're getting hit a bunch you're probably going to get killed before this four damage that this thing is doing to a monster that hits you um amounts to anything um there are i'm sure cases where there are like puzzle monsters that can only be affected by passive sources of damage where this counts as another one and that's fine you know it's it is totally okay for this thing to exist if it ever gets used for anything anywhere right just like not every skill is going to be a winner um steve dave's shanty of superiority this is a plus 10 percent to all of your stats this is again i think not something that i ever hear about people using um and yeah, Steve, it's pointed out in the references in the wiki that Steve Dave is probably a reference to Steve Dave Pulaski, uh, who's just like, I don't remember that character in uh, Clerks or Clerks and or Mallrats and or Chasing Amy, but just the name Steve Dave I thought was funny. Um, Aloysius Antiphon of Aptitude. Um, I forget, there was like a children's book about a character named Aloysius and it was as part of some book club that I that my mom had signed me up for when I was little it was the same book club that produced The Amazing Bone which I I looked into recently I learned that the person that wrote The Amazing Bone which is a weird book that I really loved as a kid but that nobody else had ever heard of is also the guy that created Shrek so that's now even fewer people will care about The Amazing Bone because when they think about that guy, all they're going to do is think about Shrek. I mean, realistically, most people, all they do all the time, no matter what, is just think about Shrek. Aloysius Antiphon of Aptitude is uh, gives you one of each stat after battle. This strikes me as a thing that maybe existed before generalized plus stats after combat was an enchantment that could be on things because doing one of each like this, unless I went back and changed that later, this is a weird way to approach that, that I don't know that anything else in the game does in the exact same way. And so it makes me, makes me wonder if it's uh, an early one. I don't remember if this was from before. So like the skills are kind of divided into, and it, it varies a little bit per class, but it was like made a bunch of skills. And then in preparation for, ascension well i guess i don't know if it was preparation for ascension or or not but at a certain point we made it a goal to like give every class a skill up to level 15 and it was like it was i'm sure i've gone through this exact same journey in every one of these shows because it's so long in between them but uh it was some point after i hired riff and and xenophobe um because i remember being in the office and 
putting the chart up on the whiteboard there. But um, I don't remember if Antiphon was there earlier or... No, I see. It replaced Hujiwat's Hymn of Healthiness on, two, on May 2nd, 2005. That's probably then. So it's probably just something else turned into this. What was Hujiwat's Hymn of Healthiness? Hujiwat was just a word for thingamajig that a woman that I dated 25 years ago used to say. Um, it was a pers- plus a percentage maximum hit points. Okay, well, I'd completely forgotten about that. Anyway, Aloysius is Antiphon of Aptitude. Uh, some plus stats after combat. Ode to Booze. This one definitely, this one definitely existed prior to that. Uh, adding new skills because it was this was definitely in the original set of things that I that I had decided that accordion thieves could do. MP cost of fifty, which if that was like that to begin with, that probably felt to me like an extreme end game thing. Um, because it was also like, this is a thing that serious players are going to want to use every single day uh, because it maximizes turn gen. And so this was kind of the, this was an early attempt to give Accordion Thieves a like must-have buff uh, that they could use to to ply a trade in slash trade. Um, the way in which it works has changed over time, I think, to have gotten slightly nerfed um when drinking with ode active each point of drunkenness the boot gives reduces the duration of the effect by one turn and grants one additional adventure maybe it didn't change um or maybe there's just no history of it in this wiki article but i seem to remember making this slightly less powerful at a certain point but i might have left it alone and changed milk of magnesium instead um Sonata of Sneakiness. This was definitely in the uh this was definitely in the uh giving everybody skills up to 15 pass, uh, because I don't think plus and minus non-combat existed prior to that sort of period of time. Um the wiki points out this is the only level 13 guild skill that does not grant resistance to an element. There's another thing like element there are five elements and six classes so yet another way in which the accordion thief was kind of an outlier there um all right almost done with these uh sonata of sneakiness isn't really a joke about anything it's just a a song and an adjective carl withers cantata of confrontation i this must have been post um arrested development and that being why carl weathers was in the front of my head because I, I didn't spend that much time thinking about predator as we established i spent all of my time thinking about shrek I'm just sort of exploring the things that shrek and the predator have in common it probably is not anyway uh this is just the plus five percent chance of combat adventures instead of non-combat adventures which is like a weird kind of thing that sort of has to exist because there cannot be any shadow without light but is almost never useful. And the times when it is useful are times when we've tried to kind of shoehorn its usefulness in. So it's like, hey, everybody, look, there's all this. There's also reodorant, not just deodorant. Um, just because so much of the metagame advancement structure is in non-combats. Um, 
And then Urkel's Aria of Annoyance uh, as a plus monster level buff. This, uh, I, I don't remember if this was, over time it became the, the thematic province of plus monster level stuff that it be things that were just explicitly annoying. Riff was extremely against naming it this because he he felt that the character of Steve Urkel was was too lame to even reference in this capacity that by that by invoking him that by acknowledging the existence of Steve Urkel that we were that we were part of the problem that Steve Urkel embodies um so that was all that was the first set of skills um there's some there's some aftercore stuff that I'll that I'll get to at the end of uh end of this got it in another uh, browser tab here browser window um we had this weird problem though where when we started doing things where it's like oh, okay well we'll do some quests and then every class will get some cool piece of gear or something that like supports their playstyle. and the issue with accordion thieves was that they didn't really have a playstyle; like they just all they had was buffs to cast and so and and those buffs were like it's it's a little easier now, like since the skill revamps, and I, I changed the way a lot of uh, the back end code works for using skills in general. But it was it was a hassle to add a new accordion thief buff in a way that it wasn't a hassle to add a lot of other things to the game, and so I was kind of reluctant to do it and didn't like when I was forced to. But there was nothing else to give them, um, so we'll get to this later in the in the show here. But um, there were all their Hobopolis skills and all of that stuff. And like whenever there was a kind of an end game reward for them, it had to be another buff. And we just kind of ran out of stuff to do with it. Um, and I kind of, I don't remember if the skill revamp for Accordion Thieves, I, I think of it as being the last one that I did, but that might just be because Accordion Thieves is the last class. And I always think of them as being in last place and everything. Um, having the sort of like spark of inspiration that like, wait a minute, one thing that you never ever do as an accordion thief is steal an accordion. And that seems kind of silly in the same way that like trick or treating is the most kingdom of loathing thing that people do in real life in the sense that you like go to a bunch of different locations where you have a very brief interaction that results in you getting a variety of little things that some of them are good and some of them are bad. Um, And it's weird that it took so many years for trick-or-treating in KOL to be a thing where you like clicked on a house and got a thing that depended on the costume that you were in. It's just like, wait, wait a minute. This is so obviously the way that this should have worked. I guess maybe it was funny that there was a class called the accordion thief and that you never stole an accordion as them. But that, uh, uh, you know, I, people will write about our games how brilliant it is when we subvert certain tropes, and the things that get the most sort of lofty praise are almost always things that we did not do on purpose. And so, uh, if there was any value in there being an accordion thief that didn't ever steal any accordions, and then the, I eliminated that uh, value by by doing this, it's like, well, that value was always left as an exercise to the reader um so the the 
core of their skill revamp was they got the ability to steal accordions. And I remember doing uh, the way we used to, it's not so much like this anymore. I think largely because we just don't spend as much time working on KOL anymore, like as a, as a group that's like never KOL is never the only thing that's going on anymore. And so when, when it was like, all right, let's, let's add a bunch of accordions that you can steal. It was one of the last times that I can remember like, putting out a call, like pinging everybody, like, okay, Mr. Skullhead, Riff, C.D. Moyer, Kevin, everybody come up with like 10 accordion ideas. They can be wherever. And then we built a lot of content like that back in the day where I would, we would just like need to put in a bunch of things. And so I would have everybody brainstorm and then I would kind of go through and pick which ones. You know, if there were like two that got suggested in the same spot, then, uh, then I would just, you know, go with the one that I thought was the stronger joke or the one that was like thematically more suited or the one that was the least like another one somewhere else that I was, that I was going to use. Um, this is one of the last time. And, and I think also this is one of the only ones where there are very strongly like, Oh yeah, I definitely know that this one, like the accordion of Jordian was definitely Kevin because he was the, like Diablo two guy who knew about stones of Jordan and accordionoid roca was definitely riffs because it is the thing that i like that makes me prouder to be riffs friend than anything else on earth is the fact that he came up with accordionoid roca it it is just the best thing in kol everything in kol could go away except for that and kol would still be a pretty good game um speaking of which dissonant riff is their first uh attack skill that they got um I don't know if this is, yeah, okay, so it does, it works better if you're, if you're holding an accordion. So the, okay, the other thing about those, the accordions is that they are just a, a, a line of pieces of gear that only native accordion thieves can use. That, that annoyed some people because there were a couple of existing items that ended up in that category and people were really pissed that they couldn't equip the thing that they that they used to have. I think everybody's pretty much gotten over it by now, but it was some of the skill some of the class revamps got like really, really shat on uh in terms of sort of forum player response or whatever. Accordion Thief One, because it was almost entirely just additive I think the focus that was thrown on the couple of things that did get taken away was very acute and intense. Um, and, you know, it's it's one of those things where I, at the time, eh, maybe not, I might have figured this out by, by that time, but it, I used to respond to a lot of people having like negative emotional re reactions to things happening to things being changed at, with the idea that like well if it had always been like this you wouldn't be complaining about it and i and it took me years to like be able to sort of understand that like even if something is objectively better people still got something taken away from them and it makes you sad when something gets taken away from you and it's okay that you're sad and it's okay for you to say that you're sad because people do get over it. I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody quit the game over no, no longer being able to equip their rock and roll legend or, or whatever it was that they had been using to make their buff bot operate more cheaply or whatever. Anyway, dissonant riff 
so if if um if riff was a lady and you were riff's brother's kid and you made fun of him you would be dissonant riff um but riff's an only child and he's a fella um and that's not how you pronounce dissonant anyway deal some damage and uh d levels and it's more effective if you have an accordion equipped and that kind of sets the sets the tone for how this stuff is going to work cadenza is a (sighs) i'm always a little reluctant to add stuff like this because it this means that there's some extra work that we have to do every time we add an accordion from now on um but it's sort of it's it's entirely modeled after jiggling of chef's staves to the extent that to the point that even uh, the 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 code block that gets called when you use this skill is accordion thief jiggle um and it's just gives you a one use powerfulish skill that is unique to whatever accordion you're using um and they're just very some elemental attacks some of them are like there's like a damage over time there's like sometimes it's just like stagger the monster and get, heal some some health or or whatever um and it's just like yeah you know, it's just like a thing you can do with an accordion it's like a bunch of little conditional skills that only accordion thieves get access to uh, crab claw technique is uh, it just makes basic attacks with your accordion um way more accurate just way less likely to uh miss slash have a glancing blow which is what missing is now um accordion bash is the accordion thieves on class uh, multi-round stun a part of the part of the point of those skill revamps was to stop everyone from only ever using entangling noodles and give each class a sort of on class multi-round stun and accordion bash was theirs i don't know is it yeah the the number of rounds that it stuns for is based on the kind of strength of the accordion which is a thing that is also used to determine how long a buff is when you um when you cast a buff using that accordion Accordion Appreciation is a passive skill, level 5, that just doubles the enchantments of any accordion class item, which is just a... I don't know that this really pays off, but it could, right? It 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 changes the sort of... It changes the landscape of what is best in slot if you are an accordion thief, potentially. Like I said, I don't know if it does. I I think dual wielding is is more of a confounding factor there than i would like uh, for it to be because it is almost impossible for a two-handed weapon to be as powerful and as flexible as the best two one-handed weapons for whatever it is that you're going to be that you're going to be optimizing for um but this is like i like this because it is a novel mechanic that is potentially very powerful um even if it never pays off it at least feels like it feels like something different and new. Uh, Concerto de los Muertos is a damage over time spooky attack, uh, just because another part of the that class revamp was to give everybody at least some ability to do elemental damage. Although I feel like somebody said, after I said that on a previous one of these shows, that it wasn't actually true, so maybe it's not. Um, but it's a thing that I think of as being true. 
That counts for something, right? Five finger discount is another passive skill that just gives you a 5% discount on uh, things purchased in NPC stores. Um, and opens up the possibility for lame infinite meat bugs in future content because we forget about it. Suspicious Gaze is another one of the set of mutex facial expression self-buffs, and it is the combat initiative one, plus 20%. Body Refrain is a single uh, single hit sleaze damage attack. Um, I think it scales... Yeah, it scales with Moxie. I think it scales uncapped. The, I, a lot of stuff doesn't. Um, and I don't know if I just decided that that was going to be one of the advantages of of being an accordion thief is that you got a better scaling sleaze damage attack than anybody else did um level 10 thief among the honorable it's another passive skill and it's just plus five percent item drops and plus ten percent meat um so just a, a like utility perm like everybody everybody eventually has to have that Sticky Fingers is a passive that makes it so when you pickpocket an item, you also get some meat from it. Um, it looks like the wiki does not know how that works. I certainly don't remember, but it's you get a little bit of meat when you pickpocket an item, even for monsters that don't normally drop meat. Cone of Zydeco is a physical damage attack that is uh, more effective against group enemies. Kind of an underutilized mechanic. Um, I don't know if it's even I don't know if it's good enough to be meaningful against like the wall of skin or whatever. No, that's not that's not wall of skin. Is there is there a monster in the tower now that group damage is the way to deal with it? Maybe I'm just thinking of the Zombie Homeowners Association. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, so area of effect. Uh physical damage spell passive again master accordion master thief um just increases your chance of successfully pickpocketing an item i don't remember if there was i don't know if there were any skills that granted that passively before um knowing smile is another one of the it's uh the moxie uh plus moxie after fight facial expression um out of that cycle that couple of the other classes get uh mariachi memory is their like top level passive that lets you hold an extra accordion thief song in your head so it's one of just a handful of things that that does that um okay so then there are some skills that are like after core skills they're in hobopolis um all of the bosses that you beat had uh buffs that they uh that they gave you and so there's ballad of richie thing finder which is just a big plus meat plus items boost there's benetton's medley of diversity which is a bunch of uh elemental damage there's elron's explosive etude i think that was about elron hubbard i don't really associate him with explosions uh plus 50 percent spell damage corral of companionship which is plus 10 to familiar weight if i had to guess i would guess that that one is the only one besides the Ballad of Richie Thing Finder that people really care about. Um, Prelude of Precision is plus 10% to critical hit chance. That 
this was kind of surprising to see because when when Kevin and I were redoing the way that critical hits worked, um, this was pretty standard, and it there was a real danger that if people could guarantee critical hits, that there was some lame, tedious thing that you could do with the V for Vivola mask. I don't remember exactly how it worked when that was still in standard. It had just created a it created a like perverse incentive for a having to play an entire ascension in a way that we didn't like the idea of and i think a lot of other people didn't like doing they liked getting the benefit of it and so that's that that kind of situation always creates a weird thing where it's like there are certain people who don't mind the tedium but then there are certain people who like they can't not do it if it's the optimal thing to do but if it sucks to actually execute then we feel a responsibility to stop it from working and then it just seems like we're trying to ruin the the fun of the people who were actually enjoying it when in fact we were trying to prevent the suffering of the people who didn't enjoy it but felt compelled to do it anyway um 10 feels like a lot of of crit like we we had said all right there's a certain amount of plus crit we're going to allow and that's it forever like and these this is these are the buckets that we're allowed to fill with all current and future content it feels like 10 percent is a big chunk of that but i guess not or at the very least, that's no longer a thing that anybody really gives a shit about. So uh, it turns out we needn't have been that careful. Um, Donho's Bubbly Ballad is the seafloor skill, and it's just, uh, it's like uh, the makes you a better diver thing by 20%. Um, the Crimbo skill is just HP regeneration. This, that's not, that, that just seemed like it was filling in a slot because that's that is not an enchantment that is that exciting to people um all those ones previous to that though um those had limitations on them that no other accordion thieves uh skills had before you had to be a certain level to cast them you had to be a certain level to be the target of them and you, they were you could only cast them a limited number of times per day um just because we didn't want i mean some of them are just straight up better versions of other skills and we didn't want that those to just suddenly be the only according to songs that anybody ever had on them um because they were things that people wanted to be able to sell we ended up making a thing in the accordion thief uh nemesis quest where you can make wax recordings of the limited uh limited per day cast buffs so that you could sell those buffs in the mall um and then I think that a similar thing, we did a similar thing with the Warbear uh, LP ROM burner thing. My When I was a freshman in college, my friend Seth made a joke about a computer having an LP ROM drive, and I have always really liked that idea. So that um, made it into that Warbear stuff. There was another, there was like a fake song that you could get out of the Warbear LP ROM thing, which just gave you a whole bunch of levels of resistance. I think there are no accordion thief songs that give any elemental resistance that's um that's interesting that's a a level or a a lever we could pull in the future um and then inigo's incantation of inspiration that might also be a thing that you can yeah you can record inigo's also and that must have gotten added later this is another one that i really like because it like ode de booze it kind of fundamentally works in a different way than other things it's if you if you craft things that cost a turn to craft, it will consume turns of Inigos rather than consuming adventures. Um, 
and that I just like that, you know, because like we, d- we don't know what people are going to do with that, but it's a thing that you have never been able to do before. And so it's like, well, maybe this is powerful. Maybe it's not, you know, sometimes sometimes we do something weird and it's like, oh, I wonder what people are going to do with this. And it turns out, well, they're just going to ignore it. And, you know, that's that's part of that's part of the process. Um, but I do remember people talking about Inigos a lot and people like asking for casts of Inigos in chat. And so that was pretty cool. Um Okay, so then the mime skill was quiet desperation, which was facial expression. That's plus twenty five percent moxie. Um, nothing, nothing too crazy going on there. Their vampire skill was Bram's bloody bagatelle, which is I don't know that we've ever done one of these before. It's a damage over time that affects both you and the enemy. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure where that's. Uh, not sure where that's tuned or if it's a thing that anybody would ever use for anything, but you know, it's, it's new. It's a thing that that's all it does. Um, and then there's also Paul's passionate pop song, which is just an MP regen song. And I have no idea where this came from. I do not remember it at all. And uh, the wiki also does not say where it came from. And because of the way that stuff lives in the data, I can't easily even like search stuff to in the kol tools to figure out where it comes from so i guess i guess it's just a mystery i guess no one will ever know probably everyone who's listening to this knows and is making fun of me for not knowing and i believe i believe that that is everything that i have to say about accordion thieves Um, so thank you for going on this journey through the classes and their skills with me